George was excited for a peaceful walk with his children. Little did he know the horrors that were waiting for him. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Hey, everybody. Uh, what are you guys doing Monday night? This Monday, October 10th, uh, 2022, at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, me and the other firmly founded coaches are doing a live event online, a webinar called Taming Your Emotional Monsters. It's an activity that we do when we go to schools, and it helps uh, teens and their parents face their emotions, whether it's anxiety or depression or worry or frustration or anger. It's super helpful. It's a 30 minute event, super quick. It'll be great for a family home evening or just for anything. If you want to attend the registration link is going to be in the episode description, or it can also be found on our Instagram at firmly founded coaching. Now, also this month, we're going to be doing a $100 Amazon gift card giveaway for the month of October. Yay. Now, here is how the giveaway is going to work. We're doing a challenge, a face your fear challenge. And what that means is whatever you're afraid of, whether it be spiders or talking to people or public speaking, we want you to face it. And we want you to let us know about it. And you can post on Facebook or Instagram, one of two things to enter the contest. You can post a picture of you doing the thing or just letting us know what the thing was, or just because it's Halloween and we love seeing you guys do Halloween things, you can just simply post a picture of you and your family doing something Halloween-y and tag FFCO22, which stands for Fall Fun Challenge October 22, meaning 2022. So FFCO22. So tag us and that will get you one entry. You will also get an additional entry for every friend you tag in the post so they can see about the contest as well. So that's one for each friend that you tag. Also, you can get an entry for attending the live event that we're doing on Monday, the Taming Your Emotional Monsters and posting what we're going to have you guys be doing in that event on to social media. So there is no purchase necessary. Uh, all you have to do is just do any of those things and you will be entered into the drawing to win a hundred dollar Amazon gift card for you and your family, which is pretty sweet. And now episode 95 truthful versus useful. It was a beautiful day. George had been looking forward to getting outside and spending some relaxing time with his kids. He'd been working hard and knew that a little stroll with his two precious daughters around their quaint and picturesque neighborhood would be just what he needed to unwind. His little girls got on their jackets to warm themselves from the crisp autumn breeze, though the bright sun would do a great job of that as well. George pulled on his jacket and his daughters ran out the door ahead of him. Before he left, George's wife lovingly called in from the kitchen. 
Remember, dear, there are murderers in the world. George's heart sank hard. What? Murderers? He caught up with his daughters quickly and held their hands. George thought about his wife's warning. There are murderers in the world. That's true, isn't it? But not here in our peaceful little neighborhood. But I, I guess they could be anywhere. <laughs> Daddy, you're hurting my hand, said his youngest. Oh, sorry, sweetie. George let go of his tight grip a little. His girls. What would he do if he ever lost one of them? His precious little darling girls. Who would want to hurt them? They'd have to be pretty deranged, but people like that are probably out there. Up ahead on the sidewalk, a jogger was heading their way. Mid-thirties, female. She didn't look murderous in those leggings and fanny pack, but she could be. George quickly directed his girls to cross the street. Better safe than sorry. George! George had sucker-punched a man who walked out suddenly from behind a hedge. It was Carl, the pastor at the local church. Oh, sorry, Carl. Wait, why was he apologizing? Carl had startled him. A pastor would be a good cover for a serial killer. George was even sure that was the plot line of a movie or a documentary. And as he thought about it, the reverend killer had never been caught. George ushered his girls away from Carl, who was pinching his nose and tilting his head back to try to stop the bleeding. He's bleeding good. That will buy us some time, thought George. They passed old Mrs. Thompson's house. She was walking up her front steps carrying bags of groceries. One of the bags broke, and the contents went all over her steps and into her flower bed. Before he could stop them, his girls ran up to her. George followed after them. Oh, your girls are so nice and helpful, said Mrs. Thompson to George. George tried to give a convincing smile as he reached to pull his girls away from the 92-year-old woman. His oldest daughter was trying to pick up an armful of apples, but kept dropping them. Here, let Daddy help you with that, Pumpkin. George picked up the stray apples. He reached for the last one that had rolled into the soft dirt next to a row of flowers. As George reached for it, he stopped cold. He was 95% certain that the toe of a shoe was sticking up out of the ground. He turned back to look at Mrs. Thompson, who was grinning wide as she reached into her shawl for something. Girls, run! George grabbed his girls and carried them screaming as he sprinted down the street, leaving Mrs. Thompson holding two butterscotches in her hand. George ran through his front door and straight to his girls' room, put them in it, and locked the door. He collapsed, breathless in the hallway, against their door. His wife came around the corner. How was your walk, sweetie? George looked at his wife breathlessly and said, We're moving. Here's today's secret for an awesome life. Just because a thought is true 
it doesn't mean you need to think it. Sidekick thoughts that you have, which if you're not familiar with how I use that term, a sidekick thought is anything that stops you from showing up like a hero in your own life and doing the things you want to do. Sidekick thoughts can totally be true. That's like the number one protest I get with my teen clients that I work with when I tell them, why are you thinking that thought? And they're like, well, it, it's true, isn't it? The truthfulness is irrelevant. It's their usefulness that matters most. Now, this is hard to understand for some because our brain is like, I, if it's true, Joey, I just, I need to think it. Hopefully the story of George shows you that, no, you don't. Now that statement his wife said, there are murderers in the world. That's a true statement. There are murderers in the world. But thinking that wasn't helping George have a nice peaceful walk that he wanted to have. If George was going down a dark alley in the middle of Mardi Gras or something, I, I don't know. I've never been to Mardi Gras, but that came to my head, I think from a movie where I saw someone get stabbed. And anyway, so, but if he was walking down a dark alley in a sketchy neighborhood or something, then that thought would probably be very useful for him. But that thought walking in the middle of day in his nice neighborhood is very not useful to him. Here are some thoughts that uh, are not worth letting stay in your brain. Thoughts like, I could embarrass myself. This person, whoever it is, probably doesn't like me. I'm different from everyone else. I could flunk this test and not get into the college that I want. That person, whoever it is, doesn't want to date me. So all those thoughts could totally be true. Yeah, totally. But my guess is that they're not very useful. So a useful thought allows you to show up in the way you want to show up. Take action that you want to take. If you want to audition for a play, having the thought that other people are going to be so much better than me probably isn't going to be useful or help you go and audition. It's probably going to keep you from doing it. And it might be a true thought, but that's irrelevant. Now, some thoughts that we have, we don't even know are truthful. Here's a list of thoughts from uh, recent sessions I've had with clients. No one likes me in that class. He did that on purpose. My parents just want to control me. I am not good at drawing. That assignment is going to take a long time. This isn't going to help me. And I forget what he was talking about, but whatever it was, it, he just didn't think it was going to help him. I'm not going to be prepared for the test. Now, for each one of those thoughts... We don't even know if they're true. We're just assuming that they're true. And when we think a thought, it is more likely to come true because it's going to affect your behavior. If you're thinking, no one in that class likes me, you're probably going to withdraw, not talk as much, and then people won't have as much of a reason to like you. If you're thinking, ah, oh, he did that on purpose, I know he did. 
you're probably going to be super annoyed with that person. And then you're going to get after them. You're going to be talking to them more. You're going to be either passive aggressive or actually aggressive, which might lead that person to doing more annoying things on purpose just because they want to spite you because of how you're acting. My parents just want to control me. Uh, maybe, but we don't know. Maybe they're trying to keep you safe rather than I just enjoy controlling them. But if you're thinking that, then you're going to start rebelling and acting up and doing things that your parents are like, oh my goodness, we got to control this kid. If you think I'm not good at drawing, you're not going to spend very much time drawing and therefore you won't get better. If you're thinking that assignment is going to take a long time, uh, you're going to delay starting it. And when you're working on it, you're going to be checking your phone or looking for distractions and it's going to take you longer. If you're thinking this thing, whatever it is, talking to your parents or doing some thought work isn't going to help me, your brain will not allow you to find anything helpful from that exercise or from that conversation or from that class. And if you're thinking, I'm not going to be prepared for the test, you're going to make that true because your anxiety and your fear is going to stop you from ultimately preparing the way that you could if you were feeling more at peace or more motivated. So a thought's truthfulness is not a good measurement of whether or not you should keep thinking the thought because you know what? There's probably a bunch of other thoughts that are also true, that are opposite of that thought or thoughts that could be true that are opposite from that thought. So the next time you're feeling held back in your life, stop and discover the thought that your brain is holding on to that may be truthful, but just isn't useful and get rid of it. If you don't, you'll be running away from sweet 92 year old ladies for the rest of your life. Hey teens, would you say you are the sidekick or the hero of your life? You see, sidekicks play small. They let their emotions stop them from doing the things they want to do. Heroes, on the other hand, heroes are always in control of their destiny. They still struggle, but they know how to struggle. They know how to develop self-confidence, manage their emotions, and take the action they need to so their story ends the way they want it to. If you want to stop being a sidekick and start being the hero of your story, let me be your coach. I take teens from sidekick to hero in the firmly founded family membership. And this membership isn't just for teens. We have stuff in there for parents as well. So if you're ready to switch into hero mode, go get your parents and go to firmlyfounded.com to see when our doors to the membership open next.